Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, Rob Carson. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Newsmax Daily. Tuesday edition. Oh, we got such a show today. People ask me, you know, uh, how much time do you put into the show? Well, yeah, I, I put insane amounts of uh, prep into the show. I know it sounds kind of hard to believe, but I do. And I was up this morning at 4 o'clock uh, assembling some stuff. We also, oh, by the way, we have a special guest today. We have special guests today, and it's uh, Diamond and Silk. Diamond and Silk, uh, they are awesome. They got a show on Newsmax, and they are two of the best people. Uh, I've known them for just a few months since I started the show. Uh, they are both amazing, and, uh, and I think you're going to, you are going to enjoy this this interview today. Trust me. They are uh, really, really amazing, and uh, glad to have you here. Um, and by the way, if you need to know where all the digital platforms are for the Newsmax Daily, just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. It's right there. And then just NewsmaxTV.com for um, all the great, great shows that we will be uh, highlighting this morning because there have been some terrific guests on Newsmax uh, in the last 24 hours. Andrew Cuomo got $5.1 million for his COVID book. Can you believe this? Yeah. 14,000 elderly patients died in nursing homes because of Andrew Cuomo's order to put people who had COVID, COVID COVID-positive patients, in nursing homes. I heard that that's about uh, $97 per death is what he got. I don't think that's exactly right because the, the, the book is it sold 48,000 copies. So um, $107 per copy is what they are paying Cuomo for thus far. And, of course, uh, they've completely dropped off because of all the sexual harassment and all that stuff and because he's a despicable human being. And I would venture to say that many of those books were bought by PACs. And they were either donated or they're in a landfill. New copies were available on uh, Amazon at a cut rate of $13.54. And an auction on uh, a new copy on eBay had one bid for $1.99. <laughs> wow. Danielle Messina, whose dad, uh, uh, Samuel Arbini, died of COVID in a nursing home in April 2020. She said Cuomo made money off our dead loved ones. It's a slap in the face to us. Senate Minority Leader Rob Ort blasted Cuomo for lining his pockets. Blasted him, yeah. And he did. He got $5.1 million. And he fiddled while Rome burned. Uh, Rob Ort said the, the fact that the governor lined his own pockets with more than $5 million by thousands of New Yorkers were dying horrific deaths is a national disgrace, and it is. But the man doesn't have any shame, you see. He doesn't have any shame. That's why he was such a bully, and that's why... 
78 people have come forward to claim either sexual harassment or just bullying. He's a jerk, okay? In other words, he's a jerk. Oh, in lovely Chicago, 46 individuals were shot this weekend, five fatally, during another violent weekend in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. And by the way, uh, most of these are black lives that don't matter, according to Democrats. Yeah. Oh, also two uh, Chicago police officers were were ambushed and uh, shot. Uh, They are stable and recovering in the hospital. And a 13-year-old boy is going to miss the rest of his childhood, his adulthood, his entire life. He was shot and, uh, and killed on uh, Sunday uh, morning just before 8 o'clock. He was on a sidewalk when a vehicle pulled up beside him and someone inside the vehicle opened fire. Oh, no, it says he's in critical condition. Okay, so he's in critical condition. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris went maskless yesterday for an indoor White House event. <laughs> and you know why they did the, the it, guys, the only reason they did the, uh, they updated the mask thing is because the fear thing has really lost its usefulness and they were going to keep it going through ne- midway next year. And they wanted the big, everything's all right next year during the election year. That's what it was all about. But the truth is coming out. And they couldn't fight it anymore. And it was affecting their poll numbers. Joe Biden is polling at 47%, which I think is probably high. But they went into the, uh, the East Room of the White House and they had a few things to say about the uh, virus. Basically, I don't know, it really wasn't really a threat. But the president said, uh, you know, if you are unvaccinated and you don't wear a mask, um, you are going to suffer the consequences. Okay? So uh, here, he is, here he is talking about that. Sure, but... If the unvaccinated get vaccinated, they will protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. If they do not, states with low vaccination rates may see those rates go up, may see this progress reversed. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. The vaccinated will continue to be protected again. I've been unvaccinated and... uh you know, I, mean, I just the more I get pushed on me, the more I go. Uh, uh. Severe illnesses, but others may not be if you're not vaccinated. But given that the vaccination is convenient and free, yeah, uh huh, sure, just go get it. And you might even get some French fries and a hamburger in in uh, New York City. Uh, even though Bill De Blasio ate a cheeseburger and fries Friday and made me never want to eat cheeseburgers and fries again. That's passed, thank God. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to uh, the, the president talking about the vaccine, more vaccine, more hot vaccine talk. In March, we shared over 4 million doses of our AstraZeneca vaccine with Canada and Mexico. At now the- he's starting to slow down. You notice this? He makes it, he make it about five minutes and then all of a sudden he starts to slow down. AstraZeneca. End of April, we announced that we would provide another 60 million doses of our AstraZeneca va- vaccine overseas. Remember, by the way, he uh, put a lid on his day yesterday at 1:45 in the afternoon. He got to work at 9:30 and he left at 1:45 because he starts to fade. Here he is talking about AstraZeneca. Remember, this is the vaccine that's not authorized for use in the United States yet. So we're going to be sending it to folks once the FDA has reviewed this and said it's safe. This is all the AstroVenica vaccine produced in the United States. All of it will be sent to other countries. All the AstroVenica. It's all the AstroVenica vaccine that we have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here he is. This is a really bad comparison. He compared. uh, He said that George Floyd uh, had more of a, a worldwide impact than the death of Martin Luther King Jr. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact 
that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Okay. Well, <clears throat> George Floyd did not need to die. We've already been over this. But uh, the entire movement, the entire uh, sacking of cities and billions of dollars worth of damage was based on a lie that unarmed black men are shot in excess by the police. And uh, it's some sort of a national crisis that black men are being targeted. That's all based on a lie. What um, Martin Luther King stood for was not based on a lie, you see, President uh, Biden. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I have no words. I really, I just, are you going to just whiz on everything in our history? Is that, is that the, that's the Democrat policy, to whiz on everything in history. Uh, with regard to the United States of America, absolutely, absolutely uh, just outrageous and, uh, to be quite honest, just insulting to uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s, um, his memory. Honestly, wow. Wow. Do you realize what life in America was before Martin Luther King Jr.? Okay, versus now? You think his death had less impact than George Floyd? Are you out of your nut? Uh, are you, honestly, are you out of, yes, he is, actually. Never mind. Yeah, he's out of his nut. So there's a, uh, a nonprofit organization made up of lawyers and researchers uh, seeking to uncover the corruption in the U.S. government. They've launched a new ad going after President Biden and his CDC for ignoring science and instead kowtowing to teachers' unions. Kind of interesting, um, the New York Post cited damning unearthed emails in May that the AFT, the American Federation of Teachers, the nation's largest teaching union, successfully lobbied the CDC not to recommend earlier this year that schools could fully reopen. The emails were provided to the Post by Americans for Public Trust, which had received the emails via them via a Freedom of Information Act request. Oh, in case you wanted to know, the AFT donated nearly $20 million to Democrats in the 2020 election cycle. Here is the PSA, also known as a PSA. Listen to the scientists. I would listen to the scientists. Get the children back to school. We know schools are safe, but Biden and his CDC secretly worked with the teachers' unions to keep schools closed. Emails obtained by Americans for Public Trust. Sacrificing kids, keeping them out of school to pay back liberal dark money groups. Teachers' unions gave him a record amount of money. Wow. Science, no. With Biden, it's always about dark money. Like I said, guys, and I've said this before, the uh, grievances of the founding fathers against the uh, British government paled by comparison to our grievances against an absolute corrupt Democrat, well, I should say Democrat and Republican, uh, Washington, D.C. swamp machine. They pale by comparison. If you look at everything, <laughs> the FBI, the CIA, the the uh, IRS, the uh, the Justice Department, the courts, corrupt, 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 corrupt. Congress, corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. President, corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. Donald Trump lost a billion dollars while he was the president of the United States. Joe Biden became insanely rich by being a, a senator and then the vice president. Yeah. And he never built anything. Never. Not a thing. So uh, Republican Tennessee Governor uh, Bill Lee signed a bill into law Friday that separates private spaces such as bathrooms and locker rooms for use by individuals according to their biological sex. Now, what this means, and, and I used to teach my kids this when they were little. Are you ready? I want you to pay attention here. It means that if you've got a pee-pee, you're a boy. And if you've got a nina, you're a girl. That's what I told my kids. Yeah, yeah. 
The law means that individuals who are biologically males cannot use restrooms for women because they identify as women and vice versa for women who consider themselves men. But apparently they will provide a, uh, a bathroom or changing facility that is single occupancy for those who need to and aren't really uh, you know, sure what they are today. Because this, uh, this would change. Oh, and under the bathroom measure, a student or employee could sue in an effort to claim monetary damages for all psychological, emotional, and physical harm suffered if school officials allow a transgender person in the bathroom or locker room when others are in there. Also, the NCAA made proud proclamations, loud proclamations in April, that they would pull events from states with limits on transgender athletes. They've caved. The NCAA Board of Covenants made its announcement as more than two dozen states proposed, debated, and advanced legislation aimed at requiring state schools to ensure that athletes compete only in the category of their birth gender. And if you noticed, uh, very rarely do people born as women who identify as men compete in men's sports, like football, or, um, you know, track, or uh, everything, all right? Maybe golf. But uh, honestly, the reason why so many... People, you know, want to be transgender athletes born as boys is because boys are much physically stronger and usually wipe the floor with girls. That's what it's all about. If you're a failed athlete and you can't compete against your own gender, if you're a man, born a man, well, you just become a girl, then you get the gold medals. And the girls who were going to get the gold medals and the scholarships and all that, well, to heck with them. That's pretty much what it's all about. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Cotton was on uh, the floor of the Senate yesterday talking about the fact that uh, Israel blew up a building that was, I think, 13 stories, and they took that sucker down, man. It looked like a controlled demolition. And they gave him an hour warning. They said, hey, you know, you got to get out of the building. Well, uh, Hamas was there. Um, and Israel intelligence is amazing. Israel intelligence, for instance, if we had Israel intelligence, we'd already know the Russians who hacked into the, the colonial pipeline. We'd have them, and we would have blown them up already. But our CIA is too busy doing woke ads. You know, featuring cisgendered, bipolar amputees, whatever. Anyway, the AP says that uh, there was no Hamas in that building. They didn't know anything about it. What is the AP? It is uh, reporters who investigate stuff. And they didn't know, hey, I wonder who's on the, the fifth floor there. It's all blacked out. It doesn't really say anything. And they, they occasionally bust into our offices and threaten us and everything. But I don't know what they, you know, this is it. Why is the Associated Press sharing a building with Hamas? Surely these intrepid reporters knew who their neighbors were. You'd think. Did they knowingly allow themselves to be used as human shields by a U.S.-designated terrorist organization? Mm -hmm. Did the AP pull its punches and decline to report for years on Hamas's misdeeds? <laughs> wow. I submit that the AP has some uncomfortable questions to answer. I would agree. Yet the AP and its fellow journalists are in high dudgeon about Israel's wholly appropriate airstrike. You've got Democrats literally saying that uh, Israel's response should be proportional. So I guess Israel should fire 1,500, 2,000, 3,000 rockets into the Palestinian territories at Hamas and just at random without any targets and, and miss most of the time and, and injure people uh, who aren't uh, terrorists. That's the response you want? No. Israel doesn't respond in kind. Israel works on intelligence, and they go in, and they kick A, and they take names. Leave it to whiny reporters to make themselves the story and the victim 
when terrorists are shooting missiles at innocent civilians. But you see, the press is on the side of Hamas. And there's no greater example of that. The, the press is on the side of Hamas. And Democrats are on the side of Hamas. Unbelievable. Nearly 30 Democrats called for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. 30 Senate Democrats, I guess one Republican. Yeah, that's going to help. Well, our, our Senate will call for a <laughs> ceasefire. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Senator Todd Young of Indiana called for the ceasefire. He's a Republican. Israel has the right to defend itself from Hamas rockets in a manner proportionate with the threat its citizens are facing. As a result, Hamas rockets and Israel's response, both sides must recognize that too many lives have been lost and must not escalate the conflict further. Now, here's the thing, and my friend Chris Bland is a nationally syndicated talk show host. He says, if Hamas, if the Palestinians laid down their arms, there would be peace. If Israel laid down their arms, they would be wiped off the face of the earth. And honestly, if you don't understand that at this point in your life, if you've been alive more than, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years, and you don't see this pattern repeated over and over and over again, then you are really, really clueless. Or you just are an anti-Semite. Pretty much. Yeah, Ilhan Omar. Oh, Andrew Giuliani has been on this show several times. He is the son of Rudy Giuliani. He's going to uh, announce today, I guess, that he's running for governor. He's running for governor. And uh, he's going to—he's calling this like the fight of the century with Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo should be easy, but there are a lot of stupid people in New York. Oh, and this is interesting. The Treasury Department is going to continue to bribe you because they had to get rid of the mask thing. They had to throw up their hands and, and, and agree that the masks are stupid <clears throat> because it's political. Well, they're going to cover uh, 39 million families. Nearly 88% of children will be covered with benefits their parents will automatically receive without the parents needing to take any additional action. Apparently, this is from the $1.9 trillion stimulus relief package. Qualified families will receive up to $300 per month for each child under six and up to $250 per month for children between the ages of six and 16. The child credit was previously capped at $2,000. Couples earning $150,000 or less can receive full payments on the 15th of each month. And uh, there you go. They're going to continue to bribe you. They're thinking that by giving you this money, our money that we're paying for, that giving your money back to you is going to guarantee that Joe Biden or uh, that, that the Democrats don't lose both houses of Congress in 2022. Oh, and by the way, Target announced Monday that it will end its store policy requiring all customers to wear masks. Target, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, uh, I'm a Walmart guy. Uh, my wife's a Target woman, you know. She takes her big, uh, you know, metal latte cup with her and goes to Target on Saturdays. It's like, it's, it's like catnip uh, for, for her, you know, for, you know, she's a suburban wife, you know. She loves Target, it just happens. So you won't have to wear a mask. I, I don't know if you have to. Prove that you had a vaccine, whatever. You, you, you walk in, just put a SpongeBob Band-Aid on your arm and say, yeah, just got it. Just got it. Just let me in. Let's talk to Diamond and Silk, shall we? Let's see what they're up to on this uh, Tuesday morning. Give them a buzz here. Do, do, do. Come on. Hi, Hi, Rob. Diamond and Silk, how are you today? Oh, we're wonderful. I hope you're doing well. First of all, okay. how are you all doing on the East Coast? Because I know the gas shortage, were you guys, have you guys been hit by it pretty hard? Oh, absolutely. We still don't have gas here. Oh. You know, our tanks are filled, thank, full, thank God. But we still don't have gas. And it's just, a, listen, 
It's a big joke, Rob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a big joke. This is the biggest scam of a sham I've ever seen in all the days of my life. And people is going to have to wake up. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Here, they here, did another doozy. Here, here's the deal. We got the FBI and we got the CIA. Right now, the CIA is putting together stupid, woke ads featuring, yeah. you know, insane people. And then the FBI is going after Rudy Giuliani rather than over in Russia finding these people who did this and blowing them up. Well, I'm sorry. I have a different opinion, Rob. You What's know that? what? What's that? I don't think it was done by the Russians. I think this was an inside job. That's right. You paid five million to gain billions, and we, they're gonna get the billions for us from us. Now, all of the gas is gone down the East Coast. You got to fill that. You got to fill these here pipelines back, back up. up with gas uh-huh. for people to go buy it back out. Supply and demand is going to be very high. That's it's right. going to raise the price of gas, the price yep. of food. This is the, the, the people going to be robbed. And not to mention, you know, with him shutting down that Keystone pipeline. I mean, just yeah. think yeah. about if when we was oil and energy independent. Yep. Now here we are, oil dependent on foreign oil. And keep in mind, this is Biden's America. Yep. You have gas lines, food lines. Cross the line, totalize, get in line, and somebody's <laughs> pocket is being lined. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's perfect. And you know what? I mean, look at, uh, we are on the road to hell in a handbasket right now. That's right. Uh, and then and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, the great and benevolent Joe Biden says to us yesterday that if we get a vaccine, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. What do you think about oh. that? I'm not getting a vaccine. I ain't been wearing no mask. And Jim Crow Joe don't tell us what to do. <laughs> He's right. not our slave owner. Mm-hmm. He's not no slave master. We ain't own no plantation. We not picking cotton. We not working in the fields. And I'm not living in a big house. That's right. Okay. That's right. We have freedoms in this country. Uh-huh. And it should be against the law. For the so-called president, resident, whatever y'all want to refer to him as, to um, try to mandate vaccines or bully people into taking these vaccines if they don't want to take them. You know, what about the people that already had the virus and now they have antibodies? Yep, yep. So do they got the cover-up too? Right. You know what? You sound. You guys sound fed up like I am right now. I, very fed. Listen, yeah. Rob, I am very fed up with all of this. Let me tell you something. People's livelihoods are gone. Yeah. That's right. Do you hear me? People's livelihoods are gone because of this pandemic being politicized. Yes. And yes. what I see is politicization going on with everything uh-huh. from the pandemic to what happened with this gas. Mm-hmm. I see this all being politicized and yeah. a bigger agenda. That's why people need to look at the bigger picture instead of staying focused on just the small details. That's There's right. something else bigger going on here. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we got war back in Israel. Uh, you got Hamas firing uh, missiles at Israel again. They didn't mess with Israel when Donald Trump was the president because they knew they'd get their butts kicked. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But see, this is what Jim Crow Joe, how he set it up. That's he right. wanted to create wars across the world. Uh-huh. See, because somebody getting a kickback and a patty back or patty whack from all that rob. Yeah. They like that kind of foolishness. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What about, let me ask you about this, because it looks like in, in Virginia, there are some parents uh, who are finally speaking out against this nonsense curricula, uh, being brainwashing our kids, critical race theory, telling black kids that they can't achieve anything because of institutional racism, and telling all kids that white kids are inherently evil because they're white. How do you feel? Do you feel like we're finally reaching a point here where enough is enough? 
Yes, yeah. especially when you have black people standing up and saying enough is enough. That's yep. a good thing because even they know. Let me tell you something, Rob. I don't think that our country is as divided as the media want us to think it is. Right. But you got these people, you got black people, white liberals, you got them still trying to push uh, uh, this foolishness yeah. so that black children can stay stuck in the pains of their ancestors and white children can be demonized and ostracized for the color of their skin. That's right. That is wrong. That's discrimination and that's racism within itself. Yep. It's crazy to me that the people that's pointing and f crying racism are the ones that, that's perpetuating the racism in this country. Right. So I think that the whole thing is wrong. Yeah. I don't want my child being taught that foolishness in school. That's Teach right. them how to grow businesses, turn them into corporations, yeah. become part of the ninety um, the 1% instead of staying stuck at the 99% where you can't get ahead. That's right. I am so tired of these government officials or these entities trying to keep people stuck. Yep. The one thing I loved about Donald J. Trump, he wanted to make sure that all people thrive. Oh. He didn't give a hoot about the color of your skin. That's right. Why do you think rappers rapped about him, yep. wanted to be like him? Right. I don't know nobody that ever wanted to be like Joe. Yep, exactly. Everybody wants to be like Donald Trump. And I and don't so think now yeah. you got people coming in want to usher this victimization yeah. and want people to stay stuck like they victims. We're not victims. Right. We're victorious. Yep. Amen. And our children are not victims. They ain't never been no slave. They don't know nothing about slavery. Well, look at you guys. I mean, you you come from nowhere and and suddenly <laughs> I see you on stage with the president of the United States. Unbelievable. Oh, come on. <laughs> on stage with the president. Yeah. Um, wow. At the cabinet table with the president. Yeah. In the Oval Office with the president. Wow. Let me tell you something. If you ever want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans. Because mm -hmm. we didn't have any plans for any of this. Wow. And look at how it snowballed. So if a, two black women yep. name a diamond and a silk can obtain the American dream, uh -huh. then anybody can. And we didn't do that. By being victims. That's there right. you go. And we're not telling people that you have to be a victim and remain a victim. We're telling you how you can be victorious. Right. And obtain the American dream. Right. Yeah, now, now, right. One other thing. You, you heard that the president, uh, Donald Trump, is, is going to be doing rallies again. Can you imagine yeah. how big those are going to be? They're Listen, everybody will be trying to get to him. We need somebody, some motivation. Yeah. Even Democrats that voted for Jim Crow Joe. Gonna be, be at the yeah. yes, yes. We need some motivation because people about tired of this here, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. People are fed up. That's right. Enough is, is enough. enough. Everything is being politicized. Uh-huh. Yep. And I don't know who's pulling the strings, but we got a lot of puppets up there. That's right. Uh, we got to find out who is the puppet master, who's the pull the string puller That's behind right. the behind the curtain. Uh -huh. I, I have a feeling he's Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, uh, well, see, I didn't want to say nothing, Rob, because right. you know, they call us conspiracy theory. Yeah. Maybe they won't call you that, Rob. Uh, I don't care. You. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You can call me anything. I don't care. <laughs> so it doesn't matter to me. Guys, it was really good talking to you today. Oh, thank you so wow, much. Thank, thank you. you for having us on the show. All right, we'll do it again. God bless you both. And, uh, God and, bless you, too. Bless. And tell your mom she's in our prayers. All right, guys, take care of yourselves. Mm -hmm. All right, see you. Wow, that was epic. <laughs> that was really good, wasn't it? Dang, they were on fire today. I love them. I love them. Diamond and Silk, absolutely awesome.
So uh, National Report featured Alan Dershowitz. He's been a guest on this show as well. And obviously um, very concerned about what's happening in Israel, the escalation of violence by Hamas, presumably probably paid for by uh, with U.S. tax dollars, uh, possibly even money from Iran that was uh, you know sent on pallets when uh, Barack Obama was president. Here is Alan Dershowitz on National Report. Apartheid states are not democracies, in quote. Again, AOC saying this, coming out uh, against essentially Israel. Uh, your thoughts that's on that? Pure, that's pure anti-Semitism, to call Amen. Israel an apartheid state in the Middle East, where you have Saudi Arabia, which separates people based on religion, Jordan, which doesn't allow Jews to buy uh, property, uh, Iran, that murders gays and Christians. Uh, Israel is the only non-apartheid state in the Middle East in which Arabs and Israelis have exactly the same rights. Arabs who live in Israel have more rights than Arabs who live in any Muslim country. Uh, uh, AOC is a pure, bigoted anti-Semite. There's nothing Israel could do that is ever right for her. And there's nothing... Guys, the entire squad, the entire squad are anti-Semitic. They are. Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, and I can't remember what AOC, and uh, I'll think of her name, but they're all anti-Semites. They're all on the side of Hamas. ...that Israel's enemies that can do that are ever wrong. Rashida Tlaib. It's amazing to me that she gets reelected in a city like New York, a city that should oppose bigotry. She is the poster child for anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel bigotry. She, along with others on the squad, uh, are are one-sided in their condemnation of Israel, no matter what Israel does. And she is complicit with Hamas Amen. in killing Israeli civilians. She encourages Hamas to send rockets into Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, and she should be universally condemned for it. They all are anti-Semites. I don't get it. I Maybe, is it because I'm Catholic that I have always had a kinship and a and a love for the Jewish people? Because they've been the most uh, discriminated against and and uh, murdered and persecuted people in the history of the world, and right now they have, and I like to say they they, they literally, guys, they they exist on the geographical equivalent of a fingernail clipping compared to the landmass of the world, and everybody around them wants them destroyed, and that's why I support Israel one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Oh, by the way, now you heard Liz Cheney, she's, she's uh, planning on starting a movement uh, in the Republican Party. Uh, they, she says Donald Trump is over. And CBS did a poll, 80% of GOP members back her removal. 90% like Trump policies. 89% of GOP said they should follow Trump's example on economic issues, 88% on his immigration, 80% on his leadership, 77% on how he treated the media. Liz Cheney is polling at about 13% in her home state. 73% uh, said it's important for the GOP officials and candidates to propose important legislation on key issues, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Liz, you're swimming the wrong way. You are the trombone player marching in one direction and the band is going the other direction. She, uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, Liz Cheney, this is the this is the uh, national report on Newsmax talking about the new poll from CBS, by the way. From CBS, it says, uh, Liz Cheney is toast. 80% of Republicans polled agreed with the removal of Liz Cheney as the chair of the House GOP conference. 67% of Republicans think that Joe Biden was not 
the legitimate winner of the election. Again, this is a poll by YouGov and CVS. All right. For a closer look at these polls, let's bring in our panel, Amy Tarkanian, Tom Borelli, and Rick Gates. Amy, let's start with the first one here. What does it mean that 80 percent of Republicans agreed with Congresswoman Liz Cheney's removal? I think it was a long time coming. We do know that she's been toxic. She's been very combative within our, our own party. She's quick to go to the mic on the opposing <laughs> side. Um, and everyone basically at this point knows that she's in trouble even in her own election at home. And they think that she's literally just auditioning and vying for an MSNBC or CNN position. That's pretty much it. That is a bit pretty, pretty much it. Uh, that is the truth about Liz Cheney. She's toast. She is toast. Toastola. Okay, um, Eric Trump, by the way, uh, appeared on Cortez and Pellegrino. Brand new show on Newsmax, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's a terrific show. Here he is talking about uh, his father's appeal as president. Steve, you're going to see a lot more of him. And, 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 and again, it kind of goes to that void that I was talking about. I mean, you literally have 75 million plus Americans right now who don't have a you know, voice uh, don't have an outlet. Um, they don't think anybody represents them. They don't think anybody cares about them. This is exactly what, frankly, they found um, in 2016, where they were voiceless. And, and, and it's one of the things that really attracted them to Trump. And it's, um, you know, when you have a media that is as propagandist as it is, and, um, you know, you have, you know, an administration that's doing what, I mean, they're literally looking to somebody as their savior. And they're really looking to my father in that way. And, um, I think he will continue to fill that void. He's going to go out there. He's going to go on the road. He's going to see the American people. He loves doing that. Uh, there's frankly no one better at it than um, you know than he is. But I'm telling you, there's a there's a major yearning in this this country um, for some normalcy and and um, some patriotism and um, you know somebody who actually Amen. loves red, white, and blue. And uh, and I think uh, I, I think you'll see a lot of my father. And um, I can't wait personally. Those rallies, they never get old. They're always uh, a lot of fun and. This administration, Steve, is giving them a, it's giving him a lot of ammo. I'm going to tell you guys, um, big things are going to happen in 2022. And it sounds like a, there was a piece, I believe, in the Wall Street Journal about the attempt by Democrats to change uh, election law and federalize elections so they could uh, turn the tide in 2022. That apparently is doing a face plant. And that means Democrats are going, bye 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 And it can't happen soon enough. But they're going to do their very best with executive orders. And without uh, any any input from the GOP to wreck as much as they can before they go. Like a like a drunken, coked up rock band in a hotel room, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Here is a little bit more from uh, Eric Trump on uh, Cortez and Pellegrino. Remember, Joe Biden turned in yesterday at 1.45 p.m. I, I think because it's an absolute mess. Uh, clearly, they don't want a border wall. They Talking about the border first. Are, you know, they want any illegal immigrant to be able to... Uh, run across an invisible line. They don't want to do a single thing about it. They don't care about immigration. They don't care about results. Uh, frankly, Jen, if you want to know the answer, I think they're lazy. I think they lack motivation. Yep. Um, I think they lack the charisma to do what my father did. My father was on a plane every single day. He was, he was literally going somewhere every single day. And yep. where are these two? Why don't you ever hear from them? Why don't, you know, they're not giving press conferences. They're not going out in the Rose Garden like my father was. They and when they do appearances, they draw no one. When Kamala Harris goes to, uh, you know, like, for instance, she was in uh, uh, Oakland, California, visiting her home. Nobody came out. Not one single person. Joe Biden went to Ohio State University and nobody showed up. Just protesters. They're doing press conferences as they're getting on Air Force One. They're not traveling anywhere. I mean, there just seems like it's a... Um you know, there, there's a vacuum in Washington. There's no... There's this is what happens to career politicians. They're lazy. 
They are not motivated because they get a check no matter how much they screw up stuff. No energy. There's no speed. There's sure. no um, you know desire to actually fix these problems. And uh, no, it's an, that is depressing. It's an incredibly different era. Hell is coming in November, people. November 22, hell is coming to the Democrat Party. It's going to be big, fat, and ugly. Uh, Sebastian Gorka talked to Rudy Giuliani, and Rudy Giuliani is being persecuted by the Justice Department. He's had his attorney-client privilege stomped on as electronic devices were taken from his home in a, in a pre-dawn raid in his New York apartment. And oddly enough, all of this persecution happened when he became Donald Trump's lawyer. Of course, it was the president of the United States. And in fact, the date, the beginning date that they asked for in the iCloud is a, roughly the beginning date that I began to represent him. In other words, they basically said, we got no interest in you before Donald Trump. Yep. But the minute you started representing him, they went and took a year and a half of my confidential material off of uh, the iCloud. It has to be they were searching for stuff that would hurt Donald Trump and also hurt me yep. on some kind of theory that I'm going to help them with bad information about Donald Trump. So let me just tell them this is a waste of time. I don't have They it. weren't looking for anything. They weren't looking for a reason. There was not a reason to get any of those devices. But I believe it was Stalin who said, show me the man and I will show you the crime. So they were going to dig through his, they're digging through his private information to see if there's anything, even a tiny slip. And they want to go after him on it. This is why Washington, D.C. needs to be figuratively blown up. Such information. As a lawyer. I At the ballot box. I can't even talk about it. All I can tell you is I began representing him because I believed he was an innocent man who was being framed. And I turned out to be right. And I also happened to turn around their case. And when I came in, more people wanted him impeached than not. And four months later, we had flipped it and we had exposed Mueller and his henchmen for exactly what they were. Yep. Now, that made them very angry because I went after the FBI, Peter Strzok, Jim Comey, who was a former colleague of mine. I hired Comey. But Comey committed perjury and got, has gotten away with it. No. Nobody's ever searched his house. Nope, nope. Nobody has. And again, the Founding Fathers, their grievances pale by comparison to what's happening in Washington, D.C. and around the country. Absolutely disgusting. The Space Force commander actually was fired for slamming the preaching of a critical race theory in the 1619 Project in the military. He's saying that is antithetical to American values, claims he's received thousands of supportive messages. And I got to tell you, uh, this nonsense in the military and the CIA has got to end. This wokeism, this BS. If you are a member of the military, you exist for one reason, to lay down your life potentially to protect the country. You also are there to go and draw, destroy the enemy, wipe them off the face of the earth. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lomier, Lomire, uh, actually appeared on Newsmax Chris Salcedo show to talk about why he was relieved of duty. This year, just several months ago, uh, when the services were directed to do a, an extremism stand-down day by the Secretary of Defense, a part of the guidance memorandum that he had issued to all of the service members was that our oath to the Constitution and our obligation to the American people that we owe to them. The DOD director is a 
tool. It was to stand up against extremist ideologies and expose those extremist ideologies that caused division Posting in the workplace. That the was Brexit a February was never going memorandum that was sent to all the force and that each service member had that obligation. And in so doing, we'd be standing up for one another. And I've included that statement in the introduction of my book as well. Uh, and to your point, uh, as a commander, uh, I'm in a unique position to engage with a lot of people in the service. Uh, I've seen both white airmen and guardians, black airmen and guardians, and every other race, every other political affiliation, Republican, Democrat, start to complain about losing a determination or desire to stay in the service long term because they're tired of political partisanship within the Department of Defense. It's nonsense. Here's a little bit more from uh, Matthew Lohmeyer, Lieutenant Colonel, by the way, whose career appears to have been destroyed because he spoke out against woke nonsense. Give us one example of the uh, a Marxist infiltration into the, uh, the Space Force or the Air Force. I'm not sure where you witnessed it. Sure, thank you. Well, one of the things that I've experienced uh, here at my own base, and I know it's not unique to my base, is that as in preparation for some of our diversity and inclusion training or our discussions on race, one of the things that we've been asked to do is watch videos that I personally consider anti-American. They're based on premises that are outlined in the New York Times 1619 project, which insists that our country is evil. And I reject that. Uh, the premise or the basis of all of our diversity and inclusion trainings. And I'm not opposed to diversity or inclusion. You cannot have that mindset in the military. You cannot have the mindset of the people who defend our country being taught that our country is evil. Are you out of your nut? Although it depends on how we define terms, the premise or basis of all of that should be the foundational ideals that we have codified in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Not I think we're, we're just sick of this crap, right? Critical race theory, which uh, makes race the view or the lens through which the entire world is interpreted. Spicer and Company had uh, Representative Michael Walls on to talk about the woke military and its new policies and how he's fighting against it. Yeah, I want to be clear. I mean, we need to understand our history. We have a very checkered history as a country uh, with race. There's a difference so does every country, really. Understanding that history and then teaching our future military leaders, they need to be focused on it as a primary focus. And when you have a secretary of defense come in, as we had now with Secretary Austin saying his number one priority is rooting out uh, extremism and white supremacy. We're being told in Congress by the Pentagon. It's weaponizing the military. It's weaponizing the military against a political party. It's take it's making the military a Democrat operation. Growing threat, yet the Pentagon that should scare the heck out of you. Pentagon can't give us any data uh, that proves that. Meanwhile, you have the Chinese on the march. Their navy is larger than ours. They're launching more in space. Russia is, a, is hacking our infrastructure. The Middle East is on fire. So we need to always seek to root out extremism of all kinds, left wing and right wing. But in terms of the priorities, when you have the world on fire, I give it I give it a real question. And I think it is destructive to unity, to morale. Uh, and to the future thinking of our military when you're teaching critical race theory going forward. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And it doesn't belong in the military, period. Not one bit. All you need to learn in the military is how to do your job, whether that is in the front lines as an infantryman, whether that is as an officer, whether that is a supply clerk, whether it's you do your job.
and you support and defend the United States and the Constitution. Here is uh, Newsmax Mike Carter in uh, New York City. He went after Andrew Cuomo yesterday about vaccine passports, which basically are happening in the state of New York. Governor Cuomo, when will you call for an end to vaccine passports in New York? Governor, why not follow Ron DeSantis's lead and end vaccine passports in the state of New York? Governor, when will you end this modern-day segregation and end vaccine passports for New Yorkers? I think it's in New Yorkers' best interest to get vaccinated. It's not segregation, it's smart. Why? No, it's segregation, actually. It's 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 uh, not being allowed to go into grocery stores unless you have been vaccinated. That is segregation. And, and you're doing it also at baseball games. They have a seg they have a segregated non vaccinated section at Yankee Stadium and you have to sit six feet apart from each other. That is segregation. There is no other way to describe it, period. I have a great piece of audio video that I want to share with you. The CDC clarified over the weekend that its new guidance on mask wearing does not apply to American schools, which should continue to mandate masks for kids and social distancing through the end of the current school year. It is ludicrous. Our children have suffered enough. Our restaurant owners, our business owners have suffered enough, but the Democrats continue to punish them. This is a school board meeting and a fourth grader about 10 years old he went to the Martin County School District in Florida, and he spoke in front of the school board. And this little boy is absolutely amazing. A lot of them didn't make any sense to me, like the fact that we were not allowed to play on the playground or have student council, or turn to face each other at lunch, and we also have to wear masks outside at peak. He was told they couldn't face each other at lunch. A fourth grader for crying out loud. And on track. I love my school and all, but my teachers seem really stressed, and that makes me feel bad. One teacher walks around with a clipboard full of referrals for any student whose mask isn't on properly. It makes me feel scared. That same teacher yells at us having our masks down to drink water while we are outside in Carlin. Um, this is child abuse, by the way. She told us we had to wait until we were in our parents' car to have a drink of water. She had her mask down the entire time while she was yelling at us, which makes me and all my friends very mad. This happens a lot. I want you to listen to this, guys. Listen to what he's going to say. And it seems unfair teachers take their masks off while they're... Yell while they yell at us kids and that we need to pull ours up. I asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is hypocrisy. Yes. yes, wearing a mask all day makes me feel really tired and gives me really bad headaches. Sometimes I'm in school and I need to lay low in the dark until they're gone. My mask also sticks to my face when it's really hot and it makes it hard to breathe. Are you are you listening to this? I feel like I can't catch my breath, and that makes me feel claustrophobic and anxious. It's really stressful. I finished taking all of my FSAs, and I had a hard time focusing with a mask on. A few weeks ago, I ran into my teacher outside of school. She didn't even recognize me because she's never seen my face before. Unbelievable. This kid is spectacular. That would be participating for permission for. Please make masks optional today. It would be so awesome to end the school year on a really happy note like that. Thank you. Very, very nice. That shreds me that a kid has to say that. A kid, a 10 year old kid, 
<clears throat> Not so Neanderthal thinking now. Texas celebrates zero COVID-19 deaths two months after reopening and lifting the mask mandate. They've been wrong about everything. <laughs> They've been wrong about everything. Zero new COVID deaths for the first time since it began tracking data on the virus in March of 2020. Two months after they opened up and there haven't been mass casualties. You've been played. You've been played, people. I've been saying it for months and months and months. I've been saying it since last March. You've been played. (laughs) And still a significant portion of the public still believes wearing a mask outside regardless of guidelines from the CDC. This is what they did. Look what they did to us, some of us. Look what they did. They, They abused people. And those abused people want to continue the abuse because they've been so terrified. Unbelievable. That's going to do it for the show today, guys. I do greatly appreciate you joining me today. Thank you very much to our special guests, Diamond and Silk. If you would, please share the podcast with others because it is growing by leaps and bounds. And I just want to do a quick update for my Newsmax listeners. Uh, I asked you to pray for my mother as she was in hospice last week. My mother, Bonnie, passed away at around 3.08 in the morning on Saturday morning uh, last weekend. Um, I was fortunate enough to see her while she could still uh, understand me and be able to respond. And we talked and we took uh, communion together in the hospital room uh, on Mother's Day. That was the last time I saw her. So that's just uh, amazingly important to me. So please um, pray for Bonnie. Uh, as she is reunited with her husband, Leon, who died 27 years ago. And, uh, and just keep him in your prayers and keep my family, if you would, in the prayers as we, uh, as we go through this. I greatly appreciate it. It is time for me to go, guys. Um, also, make sure to check out all your favorite programming on Newsmax, okay? It is uh, NewsmaxTV.com. Uh, my show is on weekends. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World? And it's, the archive is on the page. So if you go down to shows, Rob Carson's What in the World? The archive is there. And if you missed it this weekend... I've been having some great shows. I've been having some really great shows. So, guys, uh, take care of yourselves. God bless you. God bless our police and our military and protect them from the nonsense they're going through. And I will see you and you'll hear me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.